myself away. Welcome to the teaching ministry of the man of God, Kelvin Elson Gadsen. Be ready to receive deep insight into the mysteries of Christ and be equipped in your inner mind to reign in glory in life. For great things, the anointing will bring down mountains, will raise valleys, the anointing will make the crooked straight, the anointing will break the yoke, but the glory will repel the yoke, the glory repels poverty. It repels sickness. It repels stress. This morning, on behalf of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The word of God says, Let me have something to say. Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to elders. Clothe yourself, all of you, with humility towards one another. For God opposes the proud, and he gives grace to the humble. Peter was quoting from the book of James, chapter 4, verse 6, which says, But he gives more grace. Therefore, says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Which was, which was first cited in the book of Proverbs chapter 3 verse number 34. Now in James, he continued in verse 7 saying, Submit yourself therefore to God. He did not say give your life. Meaning he was talking to believers. Praise God. We have given our lives already. We have paid all that we have. We have given it to God. Our bodies as a 
spirituals worship to him. And Christ has paid for our sins through the atonement he did with his blood on the cross. So he says, submit. Submit therefore yourselves to God. How do we submit? He says, resist the devil. Resist the devil. And he will flee from you. So the devil will not go until you yourself resist him. How do you resist him? In the power of the Almighty. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We, 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 we have believed that resisting the devil is the work of the Holy Ghost. Uh-uh. Resisting the devil is submitting you submitting your will to the Holy Spirit. Being led by him. Praise God. Hallelujah. When you submit your will, you submit your will. You submit your will. Then he leads. Once he is in the lead, in, in the lead, it means you are walking after the likeness of God. Now the Holy Spirit is in the lead. In the lead. So when evil sees you, what will the devil see first? The Holy Spirit. That is when he does the job. Why? You have submitted your will. Your will says, go fornicate. And you say, well, no, 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 no. The Holy Spirit says, I should not. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you here? Your will says, you need money. Take that money. That's what your will is telling you. Now, you yourself resist that will. You resist it. How do you resist it? You tell that will. The Holy Spirit says, no. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, the devil is here giving you knowledge. You have the opportunity to accept it or not. The Holy Spirit is here and he has made all provisions for you. So when you resist evil with your will, the provisions in the spirit are activated on your life. Praise God. When you accept the evil information and you submit your will to what the devil is saying, you have resisted the Holy Ghost. So in every situation, you accept one of them and resist one. So when you resist evil, the devil will flee. When you resist holiness, the Holy Ghost will flee. 
but a choice is yours. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hear it very well. When you resist evil, the devil will flee from you. You. When you resist holiness, the Holy Spirit will flee. It doesn't sound sweet, but it's the truth. It doesn't sound sweet. So what happens? When, when, when you resist evil, the Holy Ghost abides. When you resist holiness, the devil abides. Why? The tent is only one. The tent. It's only one. Your tent is only one. Praise God. The decision is yours. So when you, when you yourself, in your own will, resist evil, the devil, he doesn't, the Bible says he will flee. How do you do this? When you submit yourself to God. When you submit yourself in totality, not somehow, somewhat. Are you here? It's so important. We all see every believer really wants to be humble. Every believer. If you are not humble, you are proud. I don't think I, I don't think we are proud. Our pride is in the Lord. We boast in the Lord. All that we have is in the Lord. But there's one thing. When we are not able to resist the evil one, he makes us proud in front of God. Pride in front of God is rebelling against him. This is so important to me. Pride, pride, pride before God is disobeying him. What did the adversary do? Lucifer. Lucifer. What did he do to become the devil? What did he do? What did he do to become Satan? Pride. A Bible call him. He says he rebelled. Praise God. Hallelujah. So whenever pride sets in, you become rebellious. What does it take to rebel against God? Disobedience. Walking out of his path. What is disobedience? Lawlessness. What is lawlessness? Transgressing. What is transgressing? Sinning. Praise God. So it, it, it's no longer fun. When, when we make ourselves dirty, some people say, It's true. You owe, you owe yourself because you don't have the Holy Ghost. 
When the Holy Ghost is present, he says, do you not know that you were bought with a price? Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? Whom God has given you. And you do no longer own your own self. Yet you are saying, When you say so, you are denouncing the Holy Ghost. This is not even pride. This is pride above pride. Many of us are feeling guilty. We've said it a couple of times. It's, it's not some of the things you can't know until you are led by the Spirit. Yet, yet you know that scripture. Okay, but you can easily rebel without knowing. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's why the infilling of the Holy Ghost is everything. Can I tell you a truth? Myself, I'm surprised at what I just said. I'm, I'm so surprised because I've said it before. I'm guilty of what I just said. If I say who is not guilty of this, I might not get one soul. We, we say it true or false. But the Holy Ghost just brought it to me. When, when he gave me the scripture to Bab that I laughed, I don't know whether you watched my face. I smiled. It's amazing. It's so amazing. These simple, these simple words, these simple words are words that rebelled against God. We say, don't we? That we owe ourselves. Some of us are even going to tell our parents. We men, we tell our wives every day. Praise God. Humility. It's key. But when, when we, the more humble we get, the more the Holy Ghost leads us to bigger, better understanding and revelations of the Word of God. Uh-huh. How many of us owe ourselves? Let me put my two hands behind me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let us not come out with these words anymore. Let's resist evil. Let's resist evil. As we submit to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 8 says, I'm still reading from James 4. Verse 8 says, Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Let's forget about that. 
Because I know I'm talking to believers. Maybe, maybe you haven't believed, then you need to cleanse your hands. Be a wash of your sins. Praise God. But to the believer, he says we are double-minded. How does he put it? How does he put it? He says, purify your hearts. You double-minded. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I just want to bring to understanding one of the key things, some of the key things we do in, in rebelling that we don't know, that does not make us humble. God says believe. Full stop. What did he say? Believe. But you are asking yourself, will it happen? Can it be? Is it in your power? The moment you doubt, then you want to retain the power for it to be. Doubt is actually rebelling against God. Doubt is believing in the adversary. Doubt is being faithless. Doubt is being faithless. It's not being half faith minded. Doubt is being faithless. Doubt is actually faith in the devil. Doubt. And every double-minded person doubts to a certain level. And whenever we doubt, we rebel against the word. Why? You, 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 are, you don't believe the word. You are disbelieving the word. You don't, you don't think the word can do what it says it will do for you. Praise God. Hallelujah. But the word says so, so and so it is. Some of us, because of our petty needs, we rebel against God. Some of us, it's, it's as simple as clothes, because of clothes, clothes, clothes. And it's not because we don't have, but there's a, there's a new clothes that we desire. Desire, desire, desire. It's not even a need, it's a desire. And we go on our needs. Yeah, oh, Eradin let me, let me show you why it's pride. What you are waiting for is not your need. What did God say you will supply? Your, your, and that is a want. He has given you your needs already. But because of your want, you are now rebelling. 
I read a very simple word, and ever since I read that word, I walk freely on this earth. It, th- that word is so simple. John 15:7. It's so simple, but it's so insightful. It says. If you abide in me and my word in you, hear what follows. He says, Whatsoever. Anybody with King James should read it out. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, why? Ye shall ask what you will. Praise God. And it shall be done unto you. Unto you. He says, I'm making all things new. Behold, it is done. The Lord says it is done. So the fact that it is not on the table doesn't mean it will not come. Two things. Whether that what you are asking for. When God gives at that time, at that moment, it could be evil for you. Do you know that there are things we receive in our lives at the wrong time? And they come to destroy our lives. Do you know that? Like, like, and every woman wants a baby. People are even praying for it. They are fasting. But if an eight-year-old girl is pregnant, does it look right? But that's a baby. And and that eight-year, eight-year-old child is growing that one day. She will bear fruit. Oh, you said that baby. Yeah, the, the fruit has come faster. You want results faster from God, right? When you pray, you want God to give faster. This one, she didn't even pray. But if that girl is your kid, I'm not sure you will be happy. Question is why? The seed has come to us at a wrong time. If everyone in the kingdom of Jerusalem knew that out of her will come Jesus Christ, because out of her came Solomon, you know that. And out of Solomon came Jesus. If they knew that, they would have stoned him or stoned David. But point is, had David not gone outside his marital home to commit that ungodly act, wouldn't have been here. Let's get serious with our Christian life. So, if if your eight-year child 
get pregnant as a believer you haven't given her hand to marriage but you go on your knee and you ask God why so then to lament God why praise God Hallelujah. Amen. We've got to be humble before him every time. Knowing that he is God. He understands all things. Do we really believe the word of God? What does the word say? He says, in all things. In all things, give thanks and say, All things are working together for who's good? Who's good? Who's good? So, whatever comes your way is towards your good. As long as what happened, and it, it's important to happen to understand it this way as long as what happened, what happened was by the leading of the Holy Ghost. It might not be the result you want, but it could be what you need for your good to happen. Praise God. Hallelujah. There are very intelligent, smart people who, who in school and prophets here, he, he knows what I'm talking about. Like in school, he will do all, he will offer all kinds of science courses he will pass. But you take that person to an art class. Art, art, art. Every time you will fail. But every student will say that, oh, artists, arts. When we when were in school, we did not regard as students. True of us. But the sharpest, some of them will never pass an art class. Why is it so? Because if God has granted him the interest, the ability to be a good art student, he could have turned into art and the future God has designed for him that future will perish are you here? so it doesn't matter what matters is I have a result I entered into something did I enter by the leading of the spirit then the product is of the spirit hallelujah if you entered into it by the leading of the Holy Spirit then the byproduct or the result is of the Holy Spirit hallelujah 
Praise God. Hallelujah. But if you entered with your senses, your carnal senses, then the result is from your body. Your own flesh. Praise God. So let's go back to First Peter. Chapter 5, verse 5. Says, likewise, you who are younger, subject yourself to elders. And it goes ahead to say, clothe yourself, all of you, with humility towards one another. Now, when we speak about this, we relate it to only us. And, and we begin to think, okay, my kids, the younger one, blah, 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 all of them, they should subject themselves to me. I will equally do so to the elderly. But when you take creation, and God, there's another dispensation. God is ageless. And he's older than everything in creation because he created everything. So what are we supposed to do? Let's look at the scripture. Bring it up. He says, likewise, ye younger. So are we younger to God? Submit yourself unto the elder. God is the utmost eldest. Are you with me? God is the utmost. Therefore, we have to submit ourselves. And James is telling us that submitting ourselves to God is resisting evil. That's our humility. Are you here? Submitting ourselves to God is our humility. Praise God. Let's say Jesus. Go to the book of Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. Right from verse 1, it talks about the humility of Christ. How Christ was humble. When we say someone is humble, the Greek word says, tapino. 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 T-A-P-I-N-O. Oh, and there's an apostrophe there. It means to make low, bring low, to level, reduce to a plane, to assign lower rank or place, to be ranked among others who are honored, to be ranked lower. Among others who are honored or rewarded. And all these Christ fell in them. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Philippians 2, I'm beginning from verse 1, says, So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, be in full accord and of one mind. My amazement is that all that Paul mentioned up there, they are traces of humble persons. Before God, not before man. There are traces of humility before God, not before man. So humility that comes from beneath and inside the heart. He says, He spoke about love, participation in the spirit, affection and sympathy. He says, then complete my love, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having same love, being in full accord and of one mind. In verse 3, he continues to tell us fruits of humility. He says, do not be selfish. Meaning a selfish person is not humble before God. He says, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility. Count one another more significant than yourselves. Says count others more significant than yourself. Now the rule God said, love me, serve no one than only me, worship no one. Then he said, love your neighbor as, as, so it means that when it comes to love, it is God, yourself, then your neighbor. But Paul is saying, even the, the one you are to affect with love, the latter, Count him more significant than the one in between, which is yourself. What is then the significance of others and the humble life we live before God? 
then I realize one thing. When you serve others, you are serving God. So when you are humble before others, you are humble before God. When you are humble before yourself or you serve yourself, you are serving yourself. Why? Jesus said, what you did not do for these ones, you did not do for me. What you did for them, you did for who? So counting other significance is recognizing and loving God. Praise God. Hallelujah. When you count only yourself significant, yes, it ends there. It ends there. We are people whom are called self-lovers. They love themselves. Everything should be about them. But there's a principle. Which leads to godliness. And that principle, we all say it. Sharing is. Sharing is. So, what are we to share? Love. Love. Pure agape love. Not the love that we see on Valentine's Day in Ghana. No, many Valentine's Day though. Pure agape love. When you share, you care. So, and when you care for others, God care for you. Caring for others is a significant sign. In humility before God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. He goes ahead to say, I'm still at Philippians 2. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourself. Verse 4, let each one of you look not only to his own interest, Look not only to his own, to his own, I want to hear you, to his own. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Do we practice it? You know, in, in this whole world, if everyone is practicing this simple word, all policemen will lose their jobs. All soldiers will lose their jobs. You know why? If I look at your interest, I will steal from you. 
want you. exercise love. I What will be the job of the policeman? What will be the job of the soldier? But in the absence of this, we need more police and soldier men. more So you see, you see how the word of God solves our predicaments. Read it, it's there. Say, let each one of you look not on, on look. Let each one of you look not only to his own interest. But also to the interest of others. So I know that it's not good for me anyone to steal from me. So I want to not steal from others. But everyone among us know that it's not good to steal. And it is no good for people to steal from us. But we are stealing from our companies. We all know it's wrong to steal. And we don't want anybody to steal from us. But we are stealing from others. Why? When you sell a company, you you do not see the company as a big. So if there is a a projector lying here, so a company there, my family People even steal from the church. I mean, the last thing I can do is to steal God. How many of us can steal God? But most of us are thieves in front of God. That's how I preach. I'm sorry, but I can't use any other word. Most of us are thieves. If you don't pay your tithe, you are a thief. Seriously, God. If you don't pay your tithe, you are a thief. That's how humble you are. You are before God. When I was talking about stealing, people were, oh, how could somebody steal flat screens from church? But you yourself, you are stealing God from God every day. Every day. The more you steal from God, the poorer you become. The poorer you become, the more empty your pockets become. That's the word of God. You see why I don't preach these things? You stop church. Because I'll preach it the way it has to be preached. And today we will all repent before we leave here. Ah, no, what to make me, what to make me is pay tax. You will be poor. Let me tell you how poor you become. You will see that your life, your life is at this level. It goes this way and it sinks downwards. And it comes back, it comes to the same level. And it will be sinking one more time. 
you will not see improvement. It's not a joke. If you have nothing, see, there are people who do not see up to 30 Ghana in a month. Still, Ghana that reason is go and give it to God. Don't take it. It's not your money. When you take it, you are rebelling. So you are. You will prosper. And you will not understand. You say, God is not listening to me. Have you listened to him? Have you? Not no. We come to church. And, and people drop some things in offering bowl. When I see it, immediately I pray for them. You know what they drop? Used MTN cards. Oh. MTN card. Please, please. Let, let me tell you something. You dropped a used MTN card. God will supply your life with emptiness continuously. Emptiness. Don't, don't do that. Yes, sir. He will, see, that's what you are giving to him. Emptiness. Rather, lift up your hands and say, God, you know I don't have from the bottom of my heart. Make a way. And I tell you, before you go home, there will be a way. Even in church. We are not before men. There are days that I have come to church that I am not able to give offering. It doesn't matter. I am not able. Why? I don't have. On that day. I, and I am telling you a truth. If I am to give offering today. And that's what I am going to do. And she knows it. Into wife, you prepare. <laughs> it's not every day that you have on you. But don't don't think you can trick God. He's not a man. This one thing I want us to humbly repent of today. And that's the reason why I don't preach prosperity on any day in church. Because when I preach it, many will get poorer. But when we repent today, I promise you, next week I'll preach that on this pulpit. Why? Because I know the truth. And I really, really, really know the truth. Praise God. Do we promise we will not steal from God? Do we promise? Yes, yes. Then I will show you the principle of giving and receiving. Giving and receiving, not receiving. See, when we give, we receive a receipt from heaven. It's, giving is a dangerous tool. 
Oma, eya kodia anwadenpa. Cornelius gave arms to the stand that heaven could not wait. Cornelius, eya goyesa. Heaven had to res- respond. Heaven, heaven itself. God had to send an angel and make sure two angels at a time. One in Cornelius Oh, one in Joppa with, with Peter. At the same time, the Cornelius will receive salvation. And all the prayer he prayed, none passed. God received them as a memorial, waiting that when he received Christ, he activated them. But we have received Christ. But we are not humble enough for God to bless us. If, if, if this church, if you promise that you will not steal from God, take this from me. If it doesn't happen, and it's not it, 90 days. Hey. If you do not see a change in your finances, when I'm preaching here, walk to me and say, Man of God, you are a liar. And I'll stop preaching. I will stop. It means God, it's not real. I have experienced it. This. Don't rob me. I wonder how we're able to do. We rob God, and after we go to His presence, oh God, then we give Him a fake smile, like a, a, a British. I'm sorry to say, a British sales girl. Hi, hello. How are you? Oh, you have a good day. Or Jusika. anyway? Can any message so? That's what we do. We go to God with a pleasant guy. When, when we finish prayer, we think God is sleeping. No. He's watching us. We have repented in Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. We continue that same scripture. Verse 5 says, Have this mind among yourselves which is yours in Christ. A humble mind is yours. It is all that you have in Christ. Verse 6 says, Who though, hear this, who though was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. Leave that scripture there. Imagine us being equal with Christ with God. Imagine, just imagine. But see what the master did. Verse 7. But made himself nothing. Taking the form of a servant. Being born in the likeness of men. For me, this is the most amazing thing that has ever happened since creation. The creator becoming what he created. The creator becoming a creature. Boy, 
Boy. Even us. Yempo. Imagine a white man is able to make a car. Let me use the pulpit. A white man made this. Is it nice? Is it nice? Do you think the white man will want to become this? Do you think so? This, 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 we bought this from uh, London. So I believe it's a concept of a white man. Do you think the white man will want to become this? Do you think so? Do you think you want to become anything you have made? Do you think so? But who made us? And he became us. Boy. My, 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 my. You see, he becoming us is not even my challenge. The reason for becoming us. So the best the reason is that we are disobeying, we are fighting him, we are rebelling, so he's coming to save us. Does it make sense? Does it make sense? See, I'm asking a good question, I need an answer. Does it make sense? If I've killed you, you know, babe, kill them all. Bring new people. As of the day of Noah. Maybe you, 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 you've never taken time to think about this. He created us. And he knows how to create us. Do you he says he's able to cause stones to worship him. If I ask you, how many men did God create? How many men? How many men? One. No. Who and who? No. He's created two people. Adam and Adam. Adam ni Adam. The first Adam and the second Adam. Adam They are scientists here and they know. For a baby to form in a stomach, you need a sperm to fertilize an egg. Then it forms a baby in the womb. Scientists, am I right? Am I right? In the case of Jesus, where was the sperm? Where was the egg? Praise God. So God was proving to us that this time I want to show you I can create again. If you don't listen, I will finish you. And he proved it. 
It is written, but we don't understand it. John 1.14. He says the word became flesh. It became. It became. The word. He didn't say the word was born flesh. Uh-uh. It became. What did the angel tell Mary? Says the spirit of the Lord will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will be upon you. Praise God! So God is able to do to recreate. And he's still creating. I know, I've seen it, I've experienced it. I've met people without wombs, and we say, in the name of Jesus, receive your womb. People who had no wombs, the wombs are taken by doctors, they have doctors report to it. Some are police women, their husbands are policemen, and today they have babies. What did God do? He gave a new organ. So he can give a whole beam. There is a man in the Bible whom nobody knows where he came from. One man in the Bible up to now, nobody knows where he came from. And Elisha the Tishbite. Praise God. God can do all things. The Holy Ghost lifted Philip from the water straight to Azontos. No plane, no train, no car. But he lifted him. And he has even told us who are rebelling against him. That we, we, you and I, have you not read that the word says you can do all things through, you can do what and what? All things through Christ. So what about Christ himself? You can do all things through him. Then what about him? Boy. We won't rebel again. No way. We will be humble. Now this man did not count his equality with God, anything to grasp. In verse 7, he emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born of the likeness of man. In eight, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even dead on the cross. Wasn't as well, even death on the cross. Why is Bible saying even death on the cross? In the book of Peter 2, 2 Peter, it says, Curse is any man who is hung on a, on a tree. 
So he died as a cursed person. And you, that the curse on you and I will be revoked. What? Now, let's analyze this. He created us. We are disobeying. We are sinning. We won't listen to him. We are walking the way of the evil. We won't submit to him. We won't resist the evil so that evil will not flee. But at that time, when we are not listening, that is when he found love to come and die for us. Why didn't he just kill us? In fact, that is what should have happened to us. Do, do we deserve to live as sinners? Do we deserve? But he had mercy. And came down. And became like you and I. He walked. He talked, he ate, he slept, he faced persecution, he was insulted, they spit on him, they came him, they molested him, they did all kinds of things to him. At some time, at a point, he had to run away. When he was being sought for, the Bible says he flee. What was happening? Creatures were looking to finish and kill and destroy the creator. But he didn't give up. He waited until the appointed time and died a shameful death on the cross that you and I we receive honor, glory, and blessing. He died shamefully that you and I will receive honor, glory, and blessing. Amazing, isn't it? He died cursed that you and I, the curse on us will be revoked. He died a sinner. That you and I, our sins on us, will be atoned. He is the propitiation for sin. What kind of humility is this? I want to say something. That doesn't really sound nice. But it's the truth. About 90% of men can never sit on the same table with their house servants and eat. Because Just common eating, not, not even eating from the same bowl. But the servants sitting on the same table with you. About 90% of men cannot do But our Creator became a servant that we might become masters and share the same table with Him. What kind of humility is this? He was so humble to the extent that 
He took off his cloak. His cloak. And why was he so humble? Because he wanted to do the will of the Father. He took off his cloak and washed the feet of all his disciples. All of them. And when he was washed, he tied a towel around his waist that his nakedness cannot be seen. But after washing their feet, he cleaned their feet with a towel. The master, and when he did all this, and died on the cross, then God found a reason to do something that will happen to no man on earth in heaven and beneath the earth. Says, therefore, God has exalted his name above all names. I'm reading from verse 9. God has exalted his name. The name of Jesus. The one who became a servant. The one who died cursed. The one who was king. The one they spit on. He's been exalted above all people. They are the mission of his name. Why are they bowing? That's the fruit of humility. Why are they bowing? That's the fruit of obedience. Why are they bowing? That's the fruit of resisting the devil. When the devil went to him, in the book of Matthew chapter 4, he said, bow before me. Look at the glory of the world. Bow before me and I'll give you everything. The devil looked at Jesus and said, just do this. And I'll come you here on earth. Jesus looked at the devil and said, It is written. That shall not worship any other God apart from your Lord and Savior. It is written. If you all look at the devil, when he approaches with evil and tell him in his face, It is written. It is written. What matters is that we are resisting him. We are resisting him. With our will, we are resisting him. With our will, we are suppressing him. He comes 10,000 times. We tell him one thing 10,000 times. It is written. He comes a million times. We speak into his face a million times. Maybe it's not enough to do it once when he comes once. Each time he comes, we have to do one for God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. He says, still, you said, it is written and written and written. Mother, it is written and written and written. Government, it is written and written and written. 
When you say it is written and written and written, you are saying go for the next two times. Don't come. That's okay. And he will flee. Let's be the devil. I don't say it is written. I tell the devil I know and believe. When you say it is written, you are quoting the logos. When you say you believe, you are letting him know that you've gotten rhema out of the way. I know and believe. I know. I know. Let him know. Resist him with all your will. Resist the devil as your sign of being humble before our maker. And he will crown you with glory. He will lift you above all men. He will place you at the pinnacle where you become the envy of the world. been blessed. You can fellowship with Zoe Outreach Embassy in any of our branches. For further inquiries, kindly call plus 233 54 54 